Welcome to Demystifying the Creative Economy. I'm your host, Asher James, and I'm here to deliver to you interviews with creative industry leaders that focus less on the what they do, but rather more on the impact that their endeavors have had on our local economies and local cultures. In this episode, we get to chat with Kevin of Story North Productions and Sam of Art by S.J. Nielsen about their upcoming documentary on painting the national parks with watercolors. Kevin Jacobson is one half of the husband and wife duo that is Story North Productions. Kevin is an award-winning storyteller who has invested 20 years into television news business. Viewers in the Northland and beyond have trusted Kevin's ability to share compelling and integral stories day in and day out, both as a news anchor and a news director. Today, he and his wife, Annie, have built a business that caters to the demand for high-quality visual storytelling. From corporate onboarding to tourism marketing, they help their clients elevate their story and make it come alive through video. Sam Nielsen is a watercolor artist and urban sketcher. She started this watercolor journey in 2014 when a college illustration class had a semester-long sketchbook project. After falling head over heels for the world of urban sketching, she did a sketch every day for a year and now she often travels with a sketchbook in hand. Most of her work is inspired by Minnesota and her love of travel. Sam likes capturing the beautiful North Shore scenery, the personality of a sassy seagull, intriguing architecture, and of course, pine trees. Welcome to the show, how are we doing? Good. Great, thanks for having us. I'm happy you're here. Before we dive in deep, I think that, uh, you know, after that introduction that I just had written up, which was basically me just copying it directly from your websites. If you didn't notice, I went to I like your about I thought it sounded really good. <laughs> <laughs> you um, nailed it. I just, I just really want to hear you guys talk about how you describe yourselves. So brief, briefly walk me through your own entrepreneurial journeys and what has brought you two together in this documentary. And then for those listening, we'll talk a little bit about what this documentary is in a little bit here. But first, I'll just kind of turn it over to you. Yeah, um, I've been doing watercolor for several years, and I think over the years it's evolved quite a bit. When I when I first started my business, I was kind of bouncing all over the place with like different. You wouldn't recognize actually what I used to do then in comparison to now, and just over the years have grown into more what I want to be doing and figuring out what I love, and have branched out in a wide variety of ways. I still still bring my sketchbook along a lot of places, but that has actually kind of become more of just my place of fun play and have started developing all sorts of products and collaborating with other businesses and yeah as for story north uh yeah spent 20 years in the news business uh love the idea of being able to share stories with people um you know so many things happen in a day where people don't realize and so to be able to help them understand what's going on in the world around them uh give them that uh in a in a bite-sized package if you were uh, was always appealing to me. And I've done that since I was you know, 14, 15 years old, getting interested in TV news and the video business. Um, at some point, um, there was a fire under me that said, you know, let's do something different. Let's use those same skills. Let's try something different. And so Annie and I built up Story North Productions back in 21, uh, left news, um, left KBJR, and uh, we've been having a lot of fun ever since. And so a lot of the stuff we do is storytelling for businesses, uh, corporations, nonprofits, um, still making sure that we're helping those brands spread their awareness, right? Um, getting the word out, whether it's a recruitment video, um, what they're doing in the community, uh, same idea. I love it. Sweet. So where, where's the intersection? How did you two come together? And how did this idea for the documentary come to be? And we can kind of transition that into 
What is the documentary and what are you hoping to accomplish together in this story? Yeah, so I think my wife and I, uh, Annie and I, have followed SJ's work for some time. Uh, really appreciate what she does and how she captures this beautiful region. Um, and one of my uh, colleagues who uh, will do some work with Story North Productions, Jeremy Nelson, had brought up one day, hey, you know, do you know, you know SJ, I, I saw you guys have interacted on social media. It'd be really cool maybe to do a documentary. Do you think she'd be interested? Uh, next thing we found ourselves at a coffee shop uh, at 190 Coffee and talking about what would this look like? Um, and the rest is history. Yeah. I always think it's interesting, too, like looking back at, I mean, we've had interactions over the past several years, whether it's at art fairs or bonding over the fact that my husband is Danish. And I'm Danish. So, <laughs> yep, you know, there you go. Points just, there. Yep. Just looking and looking back and just seeing like the different ways like you connected and having no idea how you would be interacting and working together in the future. I always think that's. I don't know, always cool to reflect on. And yeah, I had no idea what I was getting into at that first coffee shop meeting, but either was I'm glad, I'm glad <laughs> it's happening. Walk me through um, that conversation. What did that, what did that feel like? What was, what like sort of passions or ideas came to the forefront and how did the idea for the national parks come into play? That's a great question. I think, so when we sat down, uh, you know, Jeremy's done a lot of documentary work over the years. I've done more, you know, corporate nonprofit stuff. So different lanes but same idea and so i'm just like this is an adventure for me too i'm going to learn as well and it may not be the conventional way of doing a documentary um, but we got talking and we had a good conversation about you know obviously we want to um do a documentary about sj about her work but is there anything else what else do you want to do that you haven't already done and so you I think, answered <laughs> i think that's something that i appreciated too like i when i, I first got an instagram message from him just kind of briefly asking like we have this idea do you want to meet for coffee and didn't have any idea what they had in mind and in the best way I walked away from that meeting of just I mean kind of on fire I think I called Andreas right away and said like you have like you have no idea what <laughs> I thought it was just like a hey do you want to do this short video thing whatever and um, I think I was most excited about Kevin and Jeremy jumping on just, I guess, like my dream. And that's, that's not to lessen any of my other previous experiences, but to have something that is a little bit separate from strictly sharing just like my story into my business. Um, that's a huge part of it, but to tackle something different. And I think just the uniqueness too of, I've told them many times, just the importance for me of just being able to show people like the very natural and authentic things that happen in, in business and pursuing goals and dreams and being able to do, to do that together with them versus having something already wrapped up in a pretty bow, finished, complete. I think just because I know so many of my, um, just my customer base or people that have found maybe some inspiration from kind of my journey, I think will appreciate just the realness of like, this is what it's like to pursue something and there might be bumps in the road and we'll see where we get. It's a really good point. The The experience itself also lending to a takeaway for, for people who are coming across this. And I think what's really nice with this documentary, which is in its early stages right now and in, in the beginning of 2024, but to be able to have somebody like SJ who, you know, yes, we want to do something about her, but to have her actively involved pretty much in every step of the way too, um, you know, helping us find out ways and how to 
get the documentary out there or, you know, launching a Kickstarter or that yeah. kind of stuff. I, you've had a lot of great ideas and we wouldn't have done a lot of these things had it not been for our subject. Yeah. So it's really fascinating to be a part of that. Yeah. So we're in, would it be safe to say that we're in pre-production right now? Yeah, I think pre-production, production, we've already filmed a couple things here okay. and there, just knowing that we've had some events where you've been out uh, that we definitely want to capture. Um, and when we first posted just a simple picture of Jeremy out filming SJ at the Winter Village at the deck, the response, <laughs> I never, never imagined the, the, that response that we get. And so we got together quickly and agreed that we have to come up with some sort of sizzle reel or a little trailer just to show people what we're looking to do and how we want to do it. And so we got together pretty quickly and got that out in early December. Um, and the reaction was, was fantastic. Yeah, I feel I feel like I don't even have anything to add because I think what I'm was still the reaction? Just like, Bring me into that. Just what did crazy, you start to notice? Like excitement and positive, just everything. Yeah. I think it was just like, I don't know. I don't think it will ever get to a point where I get used to people just like standing behind you and getting excited for some like opportunities for you and feeling like they are just as much a part of the journey and like what a blessing that is, you know. And I don't know. I just me personally, I always operated like I don't. I don't know where any project or idea or whatever is going to go. And I think I maybe hold loosely to the outcome too in a healthy way. And so I think just seeing a response like that was just um, overwhelming in a positive way. And I think too, it just goes to show how loyal SJ's fans are. Um, the people that we're talking about here are the ones who have bought her work or follow her on social media. Yeah. Um and so that's been really cool to see that. And people coming out of the woodwork saying, how can we help? You know, can we share this? You know, what, what, you know, how can we be a part of this? Yeah. So yeah, it's been fascinating. So Sam, I have a question. Yeah. You, when did you, I, when I was reading your bio, I think it said that you graduated from UMD, correct? Uh, no. Uh, Moorhead. Moorhead. Yes. Okay. So Moorhead. Yeah, but you graduated in um, 2014. So I started, so I actually started college as a music education major, okay. went, completed three years of that. Okay. Uh, my last semester of that, when I was having a, not a midlife crisis at that point, but some sort of crisis of what am I doing? I was jumping ship for my wind symphony course early to go take a painting class. Cause I had a feeling that I was going to switch majors, but thought I should test something out first. So in 2014, I started watercolor. That's kind of when I first started, I think some of my first, um, art classes when I was officially an art ed degree and then 2016 is when I started my business okay. and, and also when I graduated. When did you move to Duluth during that time? 2016. 2016. Yes. Okay the, the reason that I say that is because back to what Kevin was saying about you having a loyal fan base like we've I think we've maybe crossed paths a couple times maybe at a craft fair or something yep. like that but just to that point the impact that I think that you have had on just Duluth's aesthetic and storytelling from a visual arts perspective is, in my opinion, why that behind the scenes photo at Duluth Winter Village went so crazy. Because when I think of a Duluth artist, and I'm not just buttering you up here, I mean, I mean this, like, I do think S.J. Nielsen. I think art by S.J. Nielsen, right? Like, the businesses you've worked with, the brands you've worked with, the um, shows that you've been to, the art that's up in restaurants and cafes and galleries around the area. So, I think that that's really interesting to see how much people have responded to that and how much their support feeds back into your art yeah, and kind yeah. of like the interplay there. And this is all kind of manifesting now into this documentary, yeah. which is, I think, Whew. super exciting, <laughs> right? Like chills, like just crying, you know, know. It's, it's, it's so, it's so cool. So where- Don't cry, don't cry, don't I know, cry. Right? <laughs> 
So where do, where does that put you right now in, um, what does that make you think of when it comes to creating this documentary as like an interaction and an interplay between the art and the people receiving that art? Does that make sense? Oh, yes, it does. Yeah. Because um, the documentary is, is a completely new way of connecting with the audience yeah. and bringing them into your process yeah. in a way that they haven't been able to see before, you yeah. know? I, and that I, that just alone is so exciting to me of just being I mean we all know as entrepreneurs like none of this would exist without the people that support us I mean I could I would still get all of the fulfillment I do out of painting but um, I guess a huge part of I guess just my life motto or what I strive to be my life motto I'm not always perfect at this is just like how can I be of service and I think over the years I think in my business initially I was maybe tempted to think like what's a painting going to do for the world? Like, why do I get to sit in my home and do a painting? And um, as I've grown and matured and continue to grow, just realizing like, that's not, my job is to show up to the craft and the skills I've been given and give that to the world. And the way it is used within the world is just out of my hands. Um, and I think just being able to share maybe a little bit more intimately with all the people that have made this possible um it's just a gift yeah. being able to let people into that I mean I guess the true side of all of the different aspects of my story and business and I don't know if that answered your question or if I just went on a hole <laughs> no it does it does and I think that I kind of want to pose the same question to Kevin sure because I think what we've been seeing in the last few years with a lot of short form reels and social media and personal branding a lot of what people are interacting with the most online is not actually the content itself, the piece itself, the final product, i.e. the documentary. It's the behind the scenes and the journey of creating it. So I know like we have Jeremy in the studio right now taking behind the scenes. The photo of you at um, Duluth Winter Village was behind the scenes. Bring me into that kind of, it's a production in and of itself, really that storytelling element of creating this thing. And I see it as a big part in the fundraising component of this project. So bring me into that process, the thought process, however intentional or accidental or fluid and ongoing, um, that behind the scenes, bringing the audience into the production um, has been going. I'm actually really glad you brought that up, Asher. And I think it hasn't been a, you know, a top of mind thing. It just, that's, how I've always done things naturally going back to news, um, anchoring, taking behind the scenes pictures at the anchor desk or out in the field, um, inviting people into what we're doing to be a part of the process to see what it's like. It's exciting. It's fun. Why should we show off what we're doing? Um, I feel like too often we see a lot of projects that are kept, you know, secret or, you know, they wait until the very last minute. Why not just be open about it? Yeah. Like let's invite, invite everybody in. in. Yeah. yeah. And that's what SJ does with her work all the time. Um, you know, social media reels where you show people how you're painting and yeah. from, you know, from the beginning to the end, um, let's make that part of the experience. And that could be more fun maybe than the documentary itself. I don't think so, but <laughs> there's part of it there too, yeah. where it's like, yeah. let's just make this an experience. And yeah. I love experiences. Yeah. Um, and that's just another way we can get the word out. And the interweaving too, of like all, just as you were talking about, just like the different, it's the stories of the people helping make this possible the story of the people viewing it like again you want people to view it kevin's story jeremy like just seeing everything kind of um just that collaboration 
I don't know if I've ever, I mean, I've collaborated with other businesses and stuff before, but there's never been something where it's like, I get to have firsthand experience at watching someone else's skill and craft and all of our strengths are playing together. I just think it's really beautiful. And I don't know, we, we'd be here now with so much out there if it weren't again for the initial reaction from people, right? Sure, when we posted yeah. that one picture, but I think it goes back to give people what they want. A hundred percent, give the people what they want. Yep. Because they're, I mean, they're a part of it. Like there's that old saying that if art is in a room and there's no human being in that room, is it art, right? So I think that the bringing the audience in, especially with the modern tools that we're able to, to do that, the way that we're able to bring them into the production journey, I think is really exciting. So, yeah, the tools are there. It's 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 easy. Yeah. It's just a matter of having that mindset to, to actually do it. Right. right, the intentionality. Yeah. Right. Right. So um, bring me into production. Where are we at? Where are we going? I know that working in the documentary world, you never really know what the story is until you actually get into the editor. And even if you do know like the outline, sometimes it can change along the way. Um, so where are we at in the story? Where are, without spoiling anything, obviously, um, where are we at in the production and the story? And uh, what is, what is the documentary consisting of right now as we, as we speak in the middle, in the middle of yeah. Early stages. Early stages of production. Um, like I mentioned, we've we filmed a couple of different scenes thus far. We've got a a loose plan, I think is a safe way to put it. Uh, we we know where we want this to go, but there are a lot of um, you know parts that have yet to be explored. And I think that's what makes this story exciting is that we just, we don't know uh, if or when uh, things will happen, but we're going to be there to document that. And that's part of the story. Yeah, so I think, again, early stages, um, but we're excited with what we've, uh, the reaction we've gotten so far. Um, we have bits and pieces we can use, and, um, you know, we've had some pretty good outreach for uh, not only helping us with the film, but also the actual things we want to do in the film. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Are you comfortable sharing some of those things that you want to do in the film, or are you going to keep those a little close to the chest right now? That's true. Yeah, no. <laughs> totally well, up to you. No, I don't, I'm I don't, I'm just, yeah. I'm putting on like my Jimmy Kimmel hat. Yeah, like, no. You know, like pressing. <laughs> yeah, well, I think one big thing, like just to be frank, is like mm -hmm. seeking funding right now. Absolutely. Just, like, and not, I mean, there's other, right now we have a Kickstarter. There's other ways to do things too, but I think that'd be a huge a huge boost forward, I think, in just the momentum. Um, and then on my end, just from like the art aspect of like the documentary, the filming is the one half. And then it's also like the the story of like figuring out how to get into a national park. And so on my end, um, the biggest piece right now is just like creating the work. Um, I've reached out to just a few connections of kind of figuring out um, what I, I previously thought I've had this dream for a few years and um, I had this impression that getting into a national park was very difficult, was very mysterious about like, how do you do that and whatever. And some of those things I've learned, um, the difficulty with it, I think has to do with the fact that national parks are big. There's lots of artists that want to get into them and the physical space within like gift shop, like there's only so much square footage, there's only so much room. So just kind of the right right person at the right time is kind of the impression I'm getting, um, which on my end honestly feels hopeful of just, I've had so many things within my business of just like, I show up, I do the work, I put in the time, I share about it. And if it's meant to be, there's always some connection. So I feel like I have um, just hope and faith in that of down the road, if it's supposed to happen, it'll happen. And as far as actual progress forward right now, um, I 
I love just the Instagram community. They have always helped me out in so many ways. And a big way is providing reference photos. Um, so I think I've got, I mean, at this point, probably 100 photos to choose from of different parks. And I'm starting with Yellowstone. We're going to see. I have some just, I guess, personal connection to that. And for me, it's not a thing of, um, I don't need it to be a big name park. But just, I thought that's just going to be a fun place to start of, I've actually been there. I've experienced it. And We'll just go down the list from there and see what happens. What a perfect like place to kick it off at, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So when you're when you're doing this, are you going out on location? Not at the moment. Okay. I mean, that'd be awesome That's if at part some of what point the we could, could travel. Do. Or an, and even if there's something, you know, like I would love to be able to create products that are like wholesaled in a gift shop or whatever. But also there'd be a fun aspect of like who knows of if there could be some sort of collaboration where. I'm doing something custom and we get to meet someone from the park and have those discussions and whatever. So um, I think that part is pretty open-ended just depending on who who we can connect with. And the other, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, just, you know, obviously the goal here is highlighting SJ and her artwork, but also our region. Uh, and so extending that to, you know, Yellowstone or wherever else we may yeah. hopefully end up just to showcase, you know, these beautiful areas. Yeah. Right, right. I love it. So let's see, what, what do you think that the impact is going to be? So another part of this show is not just talking about the what we do, but the impact that it may have on people, right? And not just the way that it may impact people emotionally, but but economically, you know? Like what sort of economic impacts is documentary work and what sort of economic impacts can storytelling work through art and watercolors or, you know, sketches like, what what does that impact look on a more micro scale? And that doesn't necessarily just have to mean Duluth, Minnesota. That could mean um, in the areas around Yellowstone, right? That could mean in all the other areas around where uh, you may be traveling or maybe doing art um, as a part of this project. What what do you think that those implications or economic impacts look like? And I kind of want you to maybe use your experience from your documentary work already and your experience from your pieces that you've created in the past um anyway period <laughs> question has been asked <laughs> i think twofold i think one and this may be the easy answer but awareness of a the region you know show off the different parts of our area that sg loves to paint and loves to go to um but then also the idea that we're talking about an entrepreneur who's an artist uh and having that um providing that inspiration to others who may be there watching and thinking to themselves, uh, you know, my job's okay, but I have this passion that I think I could do really well. And I've been there, uh, she has been there. And I think that joint, um, you know, common theme there would, would be a big economic impact if somebody wants to start their own business. So, yeah. And just that I can echo all of that. And then just the trickle effect too, of just, um, I've had experiences many times where someone will reach out and say they started a creative business and what sparked that, or I guess maybe sparked some of their confidence in pursuing that was um, some of my work or story or encouragement or whatever. And so just really having no idea of like that spread out into a wide variety of communities and regions and people. Um, I mean, it really seems endless at that point. Right. Oh, it's so exciting. <laughs> so where do we go from here? Where, what, um, what are you working on? What projects do you have coming up? And what kind of support and need do you have to keep this production going? And how can people get involved and interact on a monetary scale, on a involvement, whatever that looks like, you know? 
Yeah, so I think obviously uh, for any kind of project like this, uh, financial support is always important. Uh, right now, the Kickstarter we have going um, really is focused on helping non-labor costs with the film. So travel, um, materials that we may need along the way. And then once that's taken care of, we'd love to be able to pay the producer or the director uh, who are doing the work for this. Um, so that's really the, one of the big next steps is working on that. The classic indie project. Absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, and I, I think uh, both Jeremy and I have the goal uh, in mind that we want to do this uh, come hell or high water, you know. And so I think we'll, we're going to make figure out a way to make it work. Um, and we'll keep asking. Um, I think there's a lot of potential for partnerships with tourism bureaus, uh, businesses, um, you know, of, that, that make products that SJA uses uh, on a daily basis to really seek out uh, help and support from them. Uh, people sharing this with their followers um, to let them know that this is what we're doing. And so, you know, the Kickstarter is a very small portion of what we're doing. We're applying for grants as well, because uh, that's what you do. Um, and then obviously, you know, asking some of those different entities too for help yeah anything to add to that or i think that's probably yeah i think just all, nailed of, it. all of the above yeah yeah <laughs> very cool before we wrap the show up i just want to give you guys an opportunity is there anything that we didn't talk about in the show so far that you want to bring to light about the documentary about your work in general about your art i just kind of want to open the floor up to you yeah i think connecting some of the pieces we talked about um this is the first time that i'm helping produce a documentary uh, it's humbling. Uh, you're vulnerable asking for money to do what you like to do. Uh, so this is different. Um, and it's a learning, you know, learning experience, of course. Um, but it's also cool to see people step forward uh, to to help and yeah. respond. Yeah. And I think, too, I've lost track of the number of times I've either told Kevin and Jeremy or my husband of just like, it's such a different type of project in the sense that um, normally I'm sharing like a product that people can purchase and bring into their home or whatever and so basically feeling like you're asking people to invest in my story and the story that they want to tell and just all of that kind of stuff is a um it can feel kind of vulnerable but then on the on the same side just like you said of humbling and just good to see one people showing up and then also just like remembering remembering what's important of um there's many avenues to do this and just keeping the focus where it should be versus interiorly I think that just on a personal level it can be easy I'm a flawed human being still working on flawed human being things you know and just remembering like the ego is not involved here and if it starts to show up kick it out because it's always got to be about something bigger than that so I think that's just been um another of many learning experiences I've had about that in my life and that's what we love about FJ she's a she's a great human being yeah 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 oh I love it How can folks get um, connected with you? I'm going to put the link to the Kickstarter in the show notes. So uh, for anyone that wants to be a part of it, any kind of donation is welcomed, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Whether yes. it's five, ten dollars, a hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, whatever it is, <laughs> yes. you know, we like um, that. or share it, it, or it share yeah. with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I think that that's a big thing that a lot of folks that don't work in small business and entrepreneurship don't understand is that the click of that like button, the click of that share a comment saying that, Hey, I love what you're doing here. Like that impact is real and, and huge. So even if you aren't able to donate, would love to see, um, you showing up and flooding, uh, both Kevin and SJ social media feeds with all the love and comments that you can. 
Um, how can people do that? Bring us into your world. What kind of you know websites can they visit? Social media. What are what uh, what do you think people can connect with you? Yeah. So uh, if they go to my website, artbysjnielsen.com, there's a big banner up top and then just slightly below there's a video and link to the Kickstarter. Otherwise, they can find me on Instagram, sj underscore Nielsen. Um, got everything, everything linked in there for people. And then also through either of our pages can find some of the different uh, teasers and the sizzle reel and stuff like that. If they aren't able to contribute financially, they can share share it with the link. And storynorthproductions.com slash watercolors has sort of an overview of the documentary, the sizzle reel, uh, and a contact page for us as well. Fantastic. And if we want to follow your work and other things you have going on, how can we find you? Story North Productions on Instagram uh, and Facebook and LinkedIn. Fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks so much for being on the show today, guys. Thanks, Thanks for, having for having us. This is great. great. <laughs> we said the exact Jinx. same thing. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to the Demystifying the Creative Economy podcast with Asher James. If you found value and actionable ideas for yourself and your biz, please leave us a review and let us know what you'll be implementing into your business. Also, send this to a friend who you think could also find value in this conversation we had here today. You can find more information on our guests today in the show notes and on our website. Don't forget to subscribe to our show and we'll see you right back here next week when we continue to demystify the creative economy. Our producer and host is me, Asher James. Our showrunner is Dr. Aparna Khatri of the Cultural Entrepreneurship Program at the University of Minnesota Duluth. We are funded and supported by the University of Minnesota Duluth. Thanks for listening.